I love this. Steve Dale, Steve Dale's Other World on WGN. I love your responses here. You've texted me. Okay, because I keep saying the most important person ever in the studio is right here. So without asking, and I love this, you have suggested some ideas as to who that most important person is. One text says, Steve, you're talking to the president of the United States. Another person says, in Chicago, the most important person is clearly Bozo. <laughs> Another person says, you've interviewed Lucy Arnaz. Are you talking to Lucy Arnaz again? Another person said, is, is it another restaurateur? Another person says, clearly, it's not Paul Lisnick. Well, it's not. The most important person ever is the head brewer at Metropolitan Brewery, Doug Hurst. Welcome again to WGN. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I don't know about most important person. Uh, that That's a lot to live up to. You brew beer. <laughs> I don't think anything can be more important. And the WGN beer for the second year in a row. So last year was our radio station's 100th anniversary. Earlier I said 50. I don't know how many. I can't even count how many people instantly texted and said, 100 years, 100 100 years. years. What's wrong with you? So, yes, I'm well aware it is 100 (laughs) years. I, I, I haven't been here that long, but I was at a party at Metropolitan, what do you call a beer opening party? Is there a name for that? Uh, a, a beer release party, perhaps? Yeah, perhaps. we were releasing the very first WGN, uh, Chicago's very own golden lager last year. Well, golden yeah. is perfect for 100 years, exactly. right? Uh, but you decided you, you have to do it again. I know last year's beer, I went, so I have, I still have, you won't tell anyone this? I mean, we do. I, have, I, I won't tell anyone because we do. We'll have, keep it our little secret. We ought to. We 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 do have homeowners insurance, so I think I'm okay because I know how valuable this is. I kept one can unopened of the 100th anniversary beer in the very back of our refrigerator. Okay, I'm I'm not sure what it will taste like 40 years from now when I open it. How that brings up another question. So, and by the way, if you have questions about beer, this guy knows the answers. Three one two. Nine eight one seventy two hundred. How long does beer keep? Well, uh, it is perishable. It doesn't make you sick after it goes bad. It just doesn't taste good anymore. We like to say about five months. And if you keep it cold, maybe uh, maybe you can eat a little more out of it. Uh, but it just starts to lose its 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 sparkle over time and uh, gets maybe a little cardboardy or just kind of tasting not quite the same. So I'll tell you another little secret. When you walk by the WGN offices, I think it's okay that I say this, our, our boss, Mary, on her desk has a six-pack of the 100th anniversary beer as well. Okay. So it is just there for decoration. I presume there's no go- not a good idea to celebrate it this time with it. <laughs> it, may not, uh, it may not be as good as you would like it to be at, the, at this point. The... Uh yeah, I once tasted a 25-year-old uh, old style, you know, uh, and it was dark brown when we poured it out of the bottle. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> it, sound good. It, it was not good at all. <laughs> so you have a Chicago's very own WGN Radio, again, beer that you've released. It's available at Binnie's. It's available at Metropolitan Brewery, where you're at, and I assume at other places that sell beer as well. Yes. Uh, and why did you decide to do that yet again? I'm glad you did. Well, we love WGN. Uh, we 
felt like it was a great celebration to keep going another year, 101 years now. Uh, and it's a great summertime beer, and now it's summertime. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and it is the same. So if you like last year's beer, it's the same thing. Yes, the same same recipe, same beer. Um, so it's golden in color, which uh, is from the malt that we use that gives it the color. And it brings in a little bit of a toasty character to the flavor. And then we're using some American hops that are mild. They're not fruity or crazy over the top. They, uh, they're actually the same hops that the most popular beer in America uses called Willamette hops, um, which what brings in most- sort of a nice floral aroma to it. And the most popular beer in America? It's one that a lot of people aren't drinking anymore at this time. <laughs> so I was talking to you off the air that those beers, I guess we don't have to mention their names, but the kind that are sold at ballparks, the kind that were typical 35 years ago at a bar. Sure. I mean, that's what you would see, and you still see them. Uh, with all the other choices available, why would you drink water? I agree, and I think that's one of the reasons I started a brewery, because I don't like water. I like flavorful (laughs) beer. I love beer, and I realized long ago that, uh, you know, there's flavorful beer available, and so let's make that. All right, so I have to ask you the most important question ever, very controversial, don't answer yet, can or bottle? Is there really a difference between them. And I want to be educated myself about the types of beer. I mean, exactly what is a lager, ale, IPA, on and on. And we'll answer your questions too. 312-981-7200. You can call or you can text our guest, Doug Hurst, head brewer at Metropolitan Brewery. It's 2.15 on WGN. Steve Dale back with you on WGN. So excited to talk to a guy who does the most important thing ever for a living. He makes beer. That is Doug Hurst of Metropolitan Brewery. Uh, We'll talk about where Metropolitan Brewery is and another reason why I like this place so much. They are totally dog-friendly. So one text asked this question, what is a good summertime beer? A good summertime beer? Well, I mean, ultimately, it's the one you like to drink. (laughs) But I can recommend some styles that might be good for for that. Uh, While I'm a little biased because we brew all lager beer at our brewery, uh, it's our specialty. And lagers tend to be a little bit crispier and fruitier. Yeah, explain what a lager beer is. Yeah, lager. So there's two main types of beer, lagers and ales. Uh, and the difference is the yeast that we use. Uh, lager yeast ferments cooler. Ale yeast ferments warmer. Uh, lagers tend to be a little bit crisper and drier. Ales a little bit fruitier and sweeter. Uh, they fr- and uh, so we specialize in making lagers. Uh, I think those are great summertime beers because they're crisper and drier uh, as a rule. Uh, but some- it, people sometimes think that ales are dark and lagers are light but no we make our doppelbach beer every year which is a lager and it's dark and it's strong and rich uh so it's the yeast that makes the difference um not the color or the heaviness or lightness of the beer uh how about a uh Hefeweizen, have I got that right? Hefeweizen, summer beer. Hefeweizen, yeah, the the German wheat beer from like Munich or Bavaria. Uh, That's an awesome summertime beer. Uh, It's made with sixty percent or so wheat 
and a special yeast strain that gives it that uh, banana and clove type character. And that's a great beer. Sometimes people like to put a slice of lemon on there. I like to drink it straight, but uh, it's it's a very good summertime beer. It's hazy with the yeast, and you get a little bit of that yeast flavor in it too. Uh, we actually are serving a Hefeweizen at the tap room. Uh, that's a great summertime beer. I love the way you describe the beer. So if I gave you a beer, any beer now, I'm blindfolded you, and you had no idea what you're drinking, <laughs> you would say, oh, the aroma is reminiscent of, it's like the wine snobs do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. We, uh, you know, there's a lot of what we call sensory analysis training in, in, in learning about beer, so you have to taste, it's all about tasting a lot of beer, and then you, you know, you well, someone's got recognizing <laughs> certain characteristics uh, and understanding what those mean or where they come from. Ask your guest if his hero is Homer Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sure, I like Homer Simpson. (laughs) Don't! (laughs) Well, uh, clearly, whoever texted knows you. All right, so it turns out that Chicago is the most beer-loving city. And I would have thought maybe Milwaukee. Milwaukee is number three on the list. Portland, Oregon, for all of their microbrews in part, they have 9.72 breweries. I don't know what that is, 9.72 per something. I I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. Chicago has 9.53 breweries per something, but Chicago is number one on this list. By the way, number four is Denver, five Seattle, six New York City. Seven is Asheville, a great beer city. Yeah, they've got a lot of beer there nowadays. Similarly, Austin, Texas is number eight, number nine, Tampa, Florida, which surprises me. Okay. But Chicago is number one. Have you seen the growth in Chicago since you've been doing what you do? Absolutely. We started our brewery in 2008-9, and at that time when we were looking at opening a brewery in Chicago, there were three breweries in the city, uh, Goose Island, Rock Bottom Brew Pub, and Peace Brew Pub. And that's part of the reason I thought we should open a brewery, because I thought, wait, a city this size, a city as important as Chicago, we need more breweries. Uh, we opened up alongside Revolution and, and Half Acre, and now I don't even know how many breweries there are in the city. We've had an explosion, and it's awesome. I love it. You can go anywhere around town and get a great beer made by your neighbors. Yeah, and there are craft beer festivals. We were talking off the air about one at the Lincoln Park Zoo. Yeah. Of all places, they have, a, they have a couple of beer nights every year. One is in the winter. Tell me about what your experience yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, I think it's part of the uh, zoo lights. Uh, they have all the light exhibits around the zoo, and, and they do a beer night where you walk in there, and uh, it's all outside. And you're 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 drinking beer and you're freezing, uh, and uh, but hey, your beer stays cold. So there's that. <laughs> Although I am told by friends that I have in Europe, one problem we have in America with our beers is that they are served consistently way too cold. Yeah, uh, have you heard that? It depends on on the style of beer. Uh, if you go to England or uh, Great Britain and 
drink some of their awesome ales. They're usually served about 50 degrees, which to us seems really warm because we're used to drinking beer at, I think, maybe 32 and a half degrees in the yeah. U.S. Um, and, but it, if you go over to Germany, maybe it's like 38 or 40 degrees, so it's a little cooler, but maybe warm to our palate. But the thing is, when your beer is a little bit warmer, you get more of the aromas and flavors coming out of it, so you can really taste the beer better that way. Is it a good idea to pour the beer and let it sit there for a while? Uh, I like to pour a beer into a glass, that I, and then you can see what it looks like, and then you also get the nice aromas coming out of it. Uh, maybe I wouldn't let it sit too long, but just for a minute. Oh, that's not too yeah, long. No, not at all. No, Big Craft Beer Festival, and that's what we're talking about. These things are popping up all over. Uh, that is in Chicago, July 14th through the 16th at Jonquil Park. And that's 1001 West Wrightwood in the Lincoln Park area with uh, many, many microbrews there. These events are good for the idea of, of having these microbrews in the first place, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's amazing how many beer festivals have uh, yeah, come, come up in the last yeah. few years. And I think it's because there's a lot of breweries out there and people realize that it's a good place that you can go and try a lot of different beers, you know, little samples and, and, and see what you like. Take a guess as to wor- the world's most expensive beer. It's not at Metropolitan. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, a limited edition bottle of Nail Brewing Antarctic Nail Ale was sold at auction for $1,300. Wow. Australian Pale Ale is a limited edition brew using uh, water from the Antarctic. Proceeds from the sale went to help conservation efforts. All right. That part is very, very nice. All right. Here's the question. It's all on you. All right. Canned or bottled? Cans or bottles, the age-old question. When we first started, uh, all of our beer was in bottles. I think bottles are an elegant serving uh, vessel for beer. Uh, In come around 2020, we decided that all the other breweries were switching over to cans, and maybe that would be a good idea for us. So now we're doing all cans. Uh, Does that inhibit the the, the taste? There's pros and cons to each, and many people think cans are superior. And In my opinion, they are a little bit uh, lighter if you're transporting it, uh, or you can take them on boats as opposed to glass bottles. <laughs> but the main thing yes, is we'll that we'll talk about that next. Yeah, actually, <laughs> and uh, the main thing is light is bad for beer. If you take your beer out in the sun for even two minutes and let it sit in the sun, it will smell skunky, and it's an off aroma minutes? that the ultraviolet right light. Uh, affects the hops in the beer and makes it smell skunky. It's a sulfur compound. And so that won't happen with cans. It could happen with bottles, although brown bottles are very good at protecting it. So what do you do? Like what happened to me? I went to the baseball game yesterday. Uh, The White Sox won, defeating the Red Sox, and I was at that game. And they poured me whatever beer it was, and I asked for a light beer because I was having a macaroni, bacon, and brisket. Okay. So clearly I wanted a light beer for diet purposes. And, <laughs> and the sun was shining. I, it took me a few minutes to drink the beer. So did it get bad halfway through? Well, you might have noticed it. Or some of the macro beers, some of the big brands, some of them come in clear bottles and they don't get skunky because they use a certain processed hop that doesn't 
have that characteristic so it doesn't get skunky uh, but most of them will and the more hops it has in it the more likely it is to get skunky really quickly in the sunlight i love this text when the chicago bears played the titans in nashville in 2012 <laughs> chicago fans oh where did it go hold on <laughs> hold on this isn't right the text disappeared um well, luckily I read it first. So Chicago fans took over the city of Nashville, and the city, because of the Chicago fans, actually ran out of beer. <laughs> ran out of beer, huh? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I didn't hear about that one. Uh, Me neither. There are some good breweries down in Nashville. I, I was down there a number of years ago and, and had some good beers. So tell me about Metropolitan Brewing. You can get the WGN, by the way, uh, uh, 101 year ale uh and it's still the golden uh, I, I did that wrong right it's lager. the golden lager, lager right right and you can still get that at uh your place at binney's and all over town where is your place where sure is metropolitan, brewing? metropolitan brewing is at 3057 north rockwell street just south of belmont just west of western and east side of avondale neighborhood at the rockwell on the river complex there uh, we have a beautiful tap room on the river overlooking the river and a patio overlooking the river. Uh, you can come out, drink beer, you know, sit on the patio looking at the river and you don't even know you're in the city with all the, uh, trees and greenery around and it's beautiful. The people have maligned the Chicago river for years thinking it's a polluted dump, but it's really gotten cleaned up and it's nice these days. Yeah, in fact, we're going to talk to our next guest about that so he can bring all the tourists in Mercury Skyline Cruise Line, sure. a boat with 300 people. I don't know how many they hold, but maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and and dock right there. Do, boats do dock there, right? Yeah, there are docks. Uh, you can dock your own boat, but they also have the Chicago Electric Boats for rent there and the Chicago Water Riders kayaks. Okay, kayaks, right, yeah. right. <laughs> I worry about those kayakers going back in the kayak after they've had it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it has been so fun talking to you. You're a great radio guest. I, I learned about beer. Thank you well, for coming in. Very good. Thank you.